This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. From the Aftermarket Radio Network, hello there, it's Carm Capriato, and I'm at ASTE Live 2022 with John Firm, and together, we've brainstormed 12 conference rules for when you attend in-person events. Now, here's the secret. Preparation happens before you even step foot into the event, and it goes long after it's over. Hey, thanks to our sponsor, Napa, for providing you this episode. How does Napa support your auto care center through national marketing? Well, Napa will build upon the already successful Know How for All campaign and promote auto care offering and services to the do-it-for-me customer with support through sales driver promotions, optimized targeted media that give your repair facility an online presence on Napa Online. Now, if you're interested in partnering with Napa Auto Care and capitalizing on the Napa Know-How for All national marketing campaign, contact your servicing Napa Auto Parts store. Enjoy. ASTE 2022, John. Wow. How many have you been? Number one. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Well, that's something good that we can talk about. Sponsored by Shopware. Love being here at this event. It is so brotherly. It's a fabulous event. As high class as you can get. Some of the best trainers in the industry, but it's tight. It's small. It's a beautifully well-designed hotel where yes. really big bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the bar and the breakfast area they, are they, all in good one. drinking here, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. But you're hearing the voice of John Firm from Firm's Automotive in Fort Worth, Texas. Hi, John. Caltown, man. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> You've been a great fan of the show. You always uh, hover on most of our Facebook Live stuff, so I appreciate that. And he's also a member of ASA, and he's uh, John's a the mechanical ops division. Are you the director of that? I'm the director of that. Cool. Uh-huh. What does that do? Well, we look for industry problems in the mechanical side of our automotive industry. We work directly with legislation on issues, different kind of stuff we look at to make sure our industry is flowing. It's not affecting it, and our members can keep working. One of the things that the latest thing we addressed was the right to keep working during the pandemic. Our legislator, Bob Redding, went and fought and made sure the automotive industry was uh, essential employees. The pandemic, COVID, I talked about this just a little while ago because I was talking to a coach and he said, would you ever have a conversation with someone on the phone anymore, again, ever? And the answer is no, but it was pulling teeth before COVID to get someone to go on Zoom. And Zoom ended up becoming <laughs> the naysayers. We're Zooming. Yeah, we're Zooming. <laughs> and so no matter if it's Google Meet or all the other options that are out there, uh, there was a, God, I'm trying to think, was it WebEx or something like that? And you don't hear, there's certain names you don't hear anymore because somebody was there at the right time, at the right place, and boom, now we all Zoom. And we thought it was kind of a phenomenal the pandemic wasn't the best thing that ever happened to us in life. No. But there were some major changes we're going to look back at, John, when, yeah. when you have a lot more gray hair, you have as much gray hair as me. <laughs> you're going to look back and you're going to have some very interesting thoughts about COVID, our industry, what changed in your world and our life. And we're still booming. I don't, yes. know, how about, I don't know about your business. Still booming. The still automotive booming. industry is booming right now. Incredible. And you're a fleet guy. And I find this fascinating. I've never interviewed a 100% fleet person. I'm 99.5% <laughs> fleet. I'm not 100%. I still have. What's the 0.5? The guys that work for my fleet bring their wife's car to me. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> that takes it out of the film. Why did I know that was your answer? <laughs> 
Well, I have I to bring. Still have old customers, okay, that still come in third and fourth generation family. Take care, you of know. Me. You so yeah, take care I still play the old game. So fleet side, everybody says, okay, what is he doing? Buses or is he doing? What are you doing? I do everything under a six fifty okay. or sixty five hundred. Okay, and if it's down, and I specialize in bucket trucks. And the, the other thing that you were telling me yesterday is yeah. he says, hey, if they don't have like 20 vehicles, I don't want them. I'm looking for fleets with 20 or more vehicles. And I don't want 20 old vehicles. I want 20 newer vehicles, okay? Because the newer vehicles, those guys are keeping maintenance. I don't want a bunch of repairs. I want a lot of maintenance and a lot of prevention. I love the strategy. And so you know, I'm a curious guy, and I can't say that I know everything about. I know a little bit about a lot, right? Yeah, I understand. And so my question to John was, why 20? And I loved your answer. I like 20 vehicles. I like to make the money. The guys love to do it. What did I tell you? you what you told me is they, <laughs> they're with 20 vehicles, they don't need it today. They don't need it today. You're yeah. right. He says, if I, if I get a, a small little fleet with three or four trucks and one goes down, their business is they're, in the toast. It's they're, my they're, problem now. Yeah, it's your, yeah. And if he's got 20 vehicles... They have 20 because they probably only need 18. Right. They have that spare. They have two spares yeah. or three spares. You're right. It's a great mm-hmm. strategy. It's good. Yes. But it took you time to figure this There's out. so over. many reasons why I want 20. I can't tell you all of them. <laughs> and that was probably my number two reason. Yeah. And I forgot. What What did I tell you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. Uh, it's been a great show. And so John and I were brainstorming. And if I can't bring a new piece of information to our listener and it's something, you know, even... So do I want to listen to John talk about fleets? Yeah, maybe you do. And maybe we need to bring him on and just do a fleet episode. But it's his first time here. And no matter if you're going to go to Apex or Vision or Tools or ATE, ASTE, name all these incredible conferences that are going on in our country. The Napa Expo that was in July. They're big. Yeah. Huge. But the opportunities for everyone (laughs) to learn and network are the same. I don't think so. I think the opportunity to learn is, but you take this event, 875 people, it's personal. That's right. It's personal. It's brotherly and sisterly. When I go to Vision or when I go to Apex, I probably see 100 people I know out of the thousands of people that are there. Yeah. And I try to make new friends. But there's so much going on. It's paced so fast. Okay. Well, listen, I value those, even yes. though they're large. I think they're, you know, we've got some of the best as an industry. I think we do it right. I wouldn't miss one of them. And I agree with you on the tightness of the facility and the, and the people that are here. I get that. And it's your first time here. It's not your first time at a conference. Oh, no. So you know how to play yes. the game that gives you your return on investment. Correct. And it's not only the classes that you're going to, and he told me a few of the classes that he's been to, it's what happens between it. And we've talked about this on the show over and over again. And it's time that you listen again and share this with a friend who says, no, I don't want to go to a conference. I can't close my business. I don't want to shut down. I know everything. To here's a guy who's super successful. He's an association member. And he's and here. And shuts his business down and comes to these conferences. Yeah, it's like we were talking about being on and being off. And we're saying, well, you don't really want to be off if you're at a conference. So we want to talk about some conference rules. There you go. Okay, What kind of rules could we share with you? And this is the newest part. I've never done a show on conference rules. And we're going to make this up as we go. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to kind of put these together as we go because the people need to know what to do. They need to come in here with a big old smile on your face. Ah, see, rule number one. 
I gotta, He's smiling, make people think, what is he up to? I got to write this down because <laughs> we got to write a book on this. I hope it's not a bunch of pages, just a simple hold the card up and do this. <laughs> conference rules. I'm writing this down as you see. If you're watching the video, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Conference rules. Number one, smile. Boy, can that go forever. It huh? go forever. Yeah, I love the smile. I, you I know, my it. cheeks are big, fat, and red because I'm just happy. Yeah. What's he want? <laughs> exactly. What do I want? What do I want out of this game? You know? And so we were just here with Chris Cotton, and he was talking about hugging. There you go. And, and there's a lot of that going on. A lot yes. of the, for us guys do a lot of shoulder bumps, okay? Mm -hmm. And the ones that I really know well, I want to hug. Uh -huh. And Chris just came in here, and he said he wrote an interesting book about hugs and that he just keeps hugging until you quit. Oh, cool. <laughs> Isn't that an interesting thing? That is interesting. And he says, and for some people, for a small percent of the uh, world, they're very uncomfortable. Yeah, after a second and a half, I'm pushing back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he keeps going until the person releases. And when the person releases, he does. And uh -huh. he, he genuinely means, you know, what the bear hug means, but it's also a communication thing. So. Correct. So smile. Let me throw uh, maybe a hug on there. Be careful because maybe you're not a hugger. So smiling. And as we're going, we're making these up Correct. in whatever order. You got to bring business cards. You got to bring business cards. People got to know who you are. Yeah. You know, I meet new people all the time and say, Hey, do you have a card? I'd love to be able to, you know, contact you or talk. We're in this digital world where today I'm seeing people that are showing up. Take your phone to a QR code. It goes in your contact list. I don't know about you, but I'm a paper guy. I'm a paper guy too. And I've seen Kim and Brian present that today. And I'm thinking, it's in my notes now. I'm going to make one of them up on the backside of my card. Yeah, on the backside. You see, exactly right. I don't know how I can get rid of not having a business card. No, I can't. No, you can't. Because sometimes you're going to be where you have to hand paper. You got to be. That's got to be rule number two is have some form of identifying you that you can hand to somebody else. Whether it be a business card, a postcard, something needs to be able to pass hands. I love it. A card or an ID. Why do you need it? If you're in a class and there's 30, 40, 50, 60, 150, doesn't matter, please reach out to the person that's next to you if you don't know them oh, and yeah. say hi, introduce yourself. Don't be an introvert from the fact that networking, conference rules, then networking doesn't go on here. But when you go to a conference, it's assumed that you're not only going to learn, but you're going to network. One of the things you got to remember your first time coming to one of these, you're trying to improve yourself by coming to this. I know that. And when you come to one of these, you realize you just walked into the top 20 shops in the United States yeah. when you're at one of these. And you just walked in and you're sitting down next to a guy that's been to this conference one time or two times. He's in your top 20. He's with you. Yeah. He's here trying to learn too. Yeah. Passing that card. Make that connection. I love your point. You know, I'm in Texas and these people over here in North Carolina and South Carolina, they'll probably never need me, but they have my card. Yeah. If they have a friend is in Fort Worth, they could call me, say, I need a little help, John. And I can help them. Are you a repair shop owner? Do you find yourself struggling with any of the following? Uncertainty about the future and competition. Are you spending too much time managing chaos and struggling with new employees? Do you lack time to invest in learning best practices or there's no time to spend on effective marketing? How do your finances look? Are you reactive rather than proactive? Do you know where you should be, when to grow, and when to shrink? If any of those situations describe where you are today, well, you are finally in the right place. Repair Shop of Tomorrow is Napa Auto Care's newest endorsed partner. They are helping shops all over the nation run more profitable automotive repair shops, and they help 
by utilizing proven business best practices, marketing, and coaching to leverage NAPA programs to drive quality, car count, sales, and profits. RSOT will look at productivity, efficiencies, effective labor rate, average hours per car, labor profit percent, measure and manage labor, and how you can create net profit. Team up with the coaches to create systems, operations, and procedures using a business flowchart to help you reach your goals. RSOT will help measure and manage the results to help each business succeed. Now, best of all, it's not do-it-yourself. It's all done for you. Their goal is to help service professionals do what they do best, fix cars and build relationships at the counter and in the community. RSOT will take the other minutiae off your plate. The Repair Shop of Tomorrow offers a tier-based program to not only generate more business today, but to transform your shop into a top-level shop of tomorrow. RSOT can teach you how to make your shop profitable, and they can teach you how to recruit and how to make more labor dollars for your shop. Interested in Repair Shop of Tomorrow? We'll call 440-545-1230. That's 440-545-1230 for a free 20-minute no-obligation consultation or contact your servicing Napa Auto Parts store. You make such a great point that there are so many peers quote, quote, in the room yes. that are at the top of their game. And you say, wow, yeah, interesting. Why are you here? You don't need this. Oh, no, you don't understand. Oh, yeah. I need this. <laughs> I went to Cecil Bullard's class Thursday morning, and uh, Cecil told me at the Summit Train event years ago, he said, Mr. Firm, you know that when you walk into one of my training classes, you're going to drag 10% out of this class and retain it. I said, yeah, you're right. Thursday morning, I sat in his class. Within the first half hour, I got my 10%. I was ready to go, but I stayed. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got, you, when you say you got 10%, was it a gem or two that you say, oh my God, that was inspiring? I'm good. Yes, exactly. Okay. It's a gem that, hey, I never thought of that. So one of the things he shared was how to add 10% to a ticket to protect yourself. Yeah. In labor? Yeah. And yeah. total ticket. You know, if the ticket was $15.95, go ahead and round it up to $17. That gives you $100 in case something happens and you don't have to make that third or second phone call to that customer. You've got it taken care of. Yeah. So that's the little gym you learn at things like this. Because it happens often. Yeah. And if the customer comes in to pick up the vehicle and you told them 17 and now you're under 16, I saved you a little money. Now you're a star. Happy camper. I get it. So first timers realize that so many of the people that are here are at the top of their game, top of their craft. They're here for continuous learning. But ask around, did you bring any of your people? Have you closed your shop? And you're going to find more and more, John. And oh, yeah. I hear this all the time. We closed. Greg Buckley's here with us. Close the whole place. The entire team is here. And it's, Greg's not the only one. There's, I'm going to guess, 50 shop owners that are here with their entire teams, service advisors, technicians, because the training is here for all, all of them. All of them. And frankly, Every single time I ask someone this question, be it on the podcast or just on the side networking, I says, what happens to your revenue? They say, oh my God, guys, come back. We make it up. Oh, yeah. We never miss a heartbeat. Never miss it. Never. Yeah. This thing cost me $8,000 probably. But I guarantee you when I get back, whatever we do in volume will make up for the cost. I don't even, I know what it costs. I can tell you exactly to the penny what this thing's going to cost. Yeah. But I know I'm going to make. Ten and, times that, and back. it's it may not be the making, John, because I, I think you're a wide enough thinking person that says I'm not talking dollars. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, that's my point. Thank you. It's like the learning curve that happened, and you know, 
the other thing that I've been so big on lately is I talk about practice the training, do case studies off the notes that you took. And if you don't use the information within 30 days, and my encouragement of late is you bring your group, you have four techs, they each go to different, why should they duplicate their efforts? And then when they come back, listen, we're going to do some lunch and learns. You know, Joe, you teach the rest of the guys what you learned. Let's right. do a half hour because when you teach, you learn. Yes. Everyone will remember that you just did this GDI class or waveforms or picoscopes or hybrids, and they can go to this individual who has committed to that level of learning. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Love that part. Okay. Smiles, maybe a little hug, card ID. I don't know where networking fits in here. I, conference rules, networking, it goes without saying. Yeah, that's normal. But it's important. As Tracy was pointing out earlier, if you're here for the first time and you don't really know anybody, Okay, you probably have to get out of a comfort, depending on your comfort zone. Okay, yeah, if, if you're going to step up or step if, out, if you're a high I in your disc profile, or, you know, and you're in, you have a lot of extroversion. It's not going to be hard for you to do that. But if you're not, you got to force yourself. You have to to shake a hand or three. And the best way to do it is go by the vendors, start talking to the vendors, and as you're going down the vendor row. You're going to see other people that are humped up talking to the vendors, yeah. and you're going to make your connection at the vendor booth. That's the amazing part about these shows. That, you know, that's a great point, because if you don't like to talk a lot, then they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> then they'll sit and talk, and you'll listen, and the guy that's standing next to you has your problem, and he's sharing it with the vendor, and you're thinking, aha, there's my nugget. So <laughs> I think it's a must for one of the rules is go by and see our vendors. Go yeah. by and say hi to them. Introduce Go. yourself. You've got to introduce yourself and pass your card to them. I wrote down introduce yourself, but I also write down meet every vendor. Oh, yeah. They do spend a lot of money and come here for a very short amount of time. I mean, there's longer vendor shows at the bigger events. And this one's going to be like a three or four hour event. But I can't wait. I really can't wait myself to go in there because I'm a see hands on type Me of person. Too. John. I am too. And you're probably going to want run in there. And walk down and see as much time as you can spend and say, oh, that's new. What's that? Yeah, first thing I did this morning when I woke up, this is probably rule number five. Check how much your balance is on your credit card. Really? Because you might want to spend it in a trade show. <laughs> <laughs> what's my limit? Yeah, what's, where's right. my limit at? <laughs> 15000 Did we pay the bill this month? <laughs> well, if you want log on online live, you can see. Oh, my God. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Oh. Bring some cash. Bring some money. Because <laughs> they I, have show deals that will knock your socks off. I can't believe I wrote that down. <laughs> Credit card balance. Because you may want to buy something. There's a lot of vendors that are selling right now. You can Right now. Just put it on the plane, in the car, and leave mm -hmm. with it. Or you sh they'll ship it home for you. You don't have to worry about it. I, I'm, at Vision, I buy stuff at Vision, and they ship it straight to the shop. I don't carry it on a plane. That's the good thing about Vision. <laughs> good for you. You take the whole team to Vision? I do. Mm -hmm. Wow. Summit. See. I take the whole team to Summit. Wow. We were in a dilemma about Apex or this one, and we chose this one. Okay. So this year we came here. Wow. All right. Do we have any others? We have five, five conference rules. What else? One of the things we were talking about was when you're on, you're on, you're off, you're off. Never decide to be off. Never look for a downtime. When the class is going into break and you're going to go and... Maybe go to the bathroom or something, Yeah, I've right? seen two guys in the bathroom having a hell of a conversation. Exactly right. In yeah. fact, it happened to me the other day. Yeah. We, we were stopping, and I says, this is weird. <laughs> the boys' room. <laughs> you guys did that. Huh? 
<laughs> Only woman? Do- no, yeah. no, no, no. Well, when you're at a conference, it happens. I mean, because, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. And you don't think that you should walk out. You just stand there because you're in the moment, right? And don't hug in the bathroom. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's a really important thing. <laughs> Keep your distance. <laughs> I'm not sure Chris Cotton covered that part. Yeah. <laughs> don't give a really long hug. <laughs> There are probably stipulations at his hugging locations. <laughs> All right, we got to come up with five rules of hugging here. <laughs> oh my God, this is too good. I knew we would have a blast having you on the show. Oh my God, this Thank is you, brother. I appreciate so, it. <laughs> so, so number six was kind of be on, but, but try not to ever be off because the opportunities are people want to introduce their new friend, you, right. to somebody that they know over here. Go for it. Be there. Drop cards. Can I call you? Do you have an email? I'd love to come to your company. You're in the next town over. I'm looking for a networking group. I should go on and on and on. The opportunities are huge. You know, I've got an invite to go to a shop just after this right here. I just got to send a text out and we're going to view another shop and check him out and give him some pointers. And in January, he's coming to Fort Worth to view my shop. Help me, you know. See. And me and him are just friends on Facebook. Yeah. You know, that's just freaking awesome. But we sat down and we shared time together. Yeah. We connected. Everybody's your friend on Facebook, by the way. I have a lot of friends on Facebook, but we ain't told nobody who my Facebook is yet. Is it okay? That's fine. Yeah, oh, it's really? about the uh, industry. The- yeah, oh, I know. That's right. Please. And that's what we're at. Tell them who your persona is on Facebook. <laughs> Buckaroo, Buck, and Bob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you call me Bucknob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I call you. It's just it, whatever. It's a stuttering laughing yeah. event. <laughs> and you know, I look at that log, the bucker, and I'm thinking, what is he really trying to tell me here? <laughs> and so a uh, long time ago, I just, just shortened it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that day. You did that, and I laughed. <laughs> Bucknob. So, yeah. you know... <laughs> You know Kim Hickey, right? With ATI? I sure do, yeah. Yeah, Buck knob to her, too. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. That's, oh, that's just too funny. Buck knob. <laughs> I, I have to write that down and realize how crazy that is. But thank you for tolerating it. Was it was funny. It was funny. You're always on. You're always coming. And when you comment, John. Yes, sir. As Buck knob, <laughs> It's good stuff. Yes, you're, you're, it's from my heart. Yeah. It's what I feel. You're you're pushing the think that we do on our live shows, and mm-hmm. uh, we love being live so we can see the Facebook stuff. And the yesterday's show, we had to record because we were here, uh-huh. and we put it out. And so if anybody was giving us any comments, we couldn't reply to them. Right. We couldn't talk about them because it was recorded. And we have that technology that allows us to do that. But thank you so much for hang, <laughs> hanging out with us <laughs> and finally meeting you for the first time, and then and then bringing you here. Thank you. And I know you care so much about the industry that you and Jeff Buckley are doing some stuff together. We're doing a webinar called Shop to Shop. Yeah. And it's all about giving shops information to help them be successful. Yeah. And this is an open Zoom meeting. Yeah. And we're bringing the leaders in our industry on to help answer questions that other shops may have. That's what it's about is building the industry, helping the industry out. There's so much of that going on, the mentoring side, the networking side that in some cases don't, doesn't cost a whole lot of money That's right. to be with peers mm-hmm. and to shed the competitive edge that sometimes happen in local groups. So true. And I love to go to those and get up and say, do you think anyone in this room, in this region are competitors? 
I love to hear what they say. Some half hands go up and I say, right. you're really not. Think about the dealer as your biggest competitor and think about the opportunity. We can't repair every car. So why don't we work with each other? Why don't we share tools and share ideas? Amen. And it's a little mini soapbox thing for me. And when groups get together with that vision or commitment or foundation in mind, we build each other. The up. learning just yes. starts flowing. And they almost want to do more than once a month. What do they say? All ship rises? All ships rise, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Golly. Okay. Hopefully, uh, my audience, you're listening, you're writing this down. But we'll make sure the, they're in the show notes, right? These these listings. I'm going to write down meet your neighbor because as we were just talking about, right? meet your neighbor. That is a good one. Meet your neighbor. I like you that. Know? That was nice. It just yeah. came right out. Take a minute and visit and just sit down, have a drink. Water, coffee, yeah. something a little stronger, something a little weaker. It don't matter. And share some history. Once you come to a conference and you realize the sharing that goes on, correct? you open yourself up to stop being vulnerable. Get your ego off the shelf. Don't bring it here. It's not the place for it. It shouldn't even be in your own life, right. in your own world. Exactly. And, and this may be the place. Oh, I love that point. Mm -hmm. This may be the place to help you break it. Yes. Yes. Come humble. Come humble. I love yes. that. Yes, come humble and accept what's here. Nobody's here is in competition with you. We're all going to love you and put our arm around you, but we're not going to hug you until we know it's okay to hug you. <laughs> Boy, I have to tell you something, uh, gang. This is becoming hot. This is great. I think it's good information. Yeah. Number seven, come humble. Leave yeah. your ego at home. That's powerful. Isn't That's it? good stuff right there. I John, like we, I would have never thought <laughs> 15 minutes ago that we would come up with this. I wonder if we can get to 10. We're at seven. Come prepared. Come prepared. Come prepared. I came to Cecil's class with a pen in my pocket and no paper. Okay. I had to take my notes and put them in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So if you bring your phone, remember your note section. Your fingers are pretty darn big. <laughs> yes, you, they you are. Hit two keys at once. <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs> you know, to your point, don't be bashful. Bring a briefcase, bring a notebook. I see a lot of people with tiny little notebooks. The tablets. Yeah. Tablets are real popular in classrooms this session when I was here. Yeah. I guarantee you, half the people don't have a laptop, but most of the people have a tablet. They're writing yeah. and typing stuff in. I'm thinking, I should have brought my tablet. <laughs> I have a, a electronic, it's called Remarkable. You know, my podcast, Remarkable Results Radio, right. but they sell this tablet called Remarkable and you handwrite on it. Right. All different notebooks. And then you can actually convert it into text and then send it to your desktop. That's what I was seeing in the classrooms. Yeah. People were doing that on the yeah, tablet. Handwriting. I didn't know what it was called. And, and I've been a handwriter forever. I take, I'm a note taker. Yeah, me too. When, when I write, I learn. Yes, I absorb it because I'm a handsy guy. Yeah. Like we talked yeah. about earlier. I know. You got to yeah. touch, feel, and taste. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can that be number nine? No. <laughs> but yeah, come prepared, writing materials. Wow. They have paper here. They have pens here. They have all that. Yeah. You know, but it may not be what you like to write on. Oh, I got one. Yeah. Are you ready for this one? Yes, I am. Meet the trainer. Oh, you got to. You got to. That's why every time the class is over, they stay up at the front of the room. You know, walk up there and say hi. Walk up there and say, hey, that was a really great class. Or walk up there and say, what a waste of my time. Tell them the truth. Grade them. They need that. They need to know that. And when they do bad, I promise you, they know it too already before you ever walk up there. But if you go up there and say, hey, I took these five nuggets away from here and I'm going to go make some money with them, that's a big bonus. You know, they like that kind of feedback from the people that are in the classroom. Love your point, John. I have a 10, number 10. Okay. You ready? Yeah. 
participate in the extra activities. Oh, yeah. They saw dinner last night. The gambling we did last night. Gambling? Yeah. There's some gambling. Was that play money? Somebody said they won $2,000, but I didn't ask them if it was play money. I just let him walk away and went out thinking, man, I wish I was in on that 2000 I have to tell you, I think it was last year. Uh-huh. It was in a ballroom somewhere. Right. But this year it was out space the f- throughout the bar yes. and, and, and all the tables where breakfast was served. And I loved the environment. I loved the atmosphere. Where, where, yeah. where the gambling was mm-hmm. here. And, and the kind of the bar was in the center and you could buy yourself. There's two bars drink. in the center, by the way, and one big bar on the backside. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't make it around far enough, did you? What do you drink? What do you do? <laughs> drink beer? What do you drink? Bourbon? What do you drink? I'm going to the bourbon testing class. You are tonight, yeah, huh? With Lucas. Lucas. Oh my God. Yeah. He, he sent me a message and, and he said, you got to go to this firm. It's going to be good. Yeah. So cool. Oh. I, I'm going to go try some good bourbon with Lucas tonight. Yeah, well, I'm a bourbon guy, but uh, <laughs> we have a plane ride in the morning. And if I get too comfortable with that, <laughs> but yeah, participate in the extra activities. And, and that would be so many so off campus and just go to dinner with people that you met. That's their thing. Slow down. Mm-hmm. That's where you make that good. Hearty connection. I think these are 10 incredible rules, they John. Are. They are. And, and these totally were unprepared and off the cuff. They were. Just you and I having a conversation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Invite someone. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Someone you freshly meet. As you being an experienced event goer, it's always a great idea to say, hey, come with me. We're going to go grab a burger. We're going to go over to the sports bar on top of the hill over here and grab something. Be open to suggestions like that. If nobody asks you, you ask somebody you just met. I wrote down, befriend someone. Oh, befriend a lot of them, Uh, yes. Go have coffee or dinner or whatever. Yeah. That was good. Thank you, Trace. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Okay, we have 11. It's an odd number. (laughs) Since I've been here, I've probably made 20 connections on Facebook. They will follow me once I get home, and they'll follow everything that I do and the things I do in my life for the industry. So it's going to be a cool new connection with people. Okay. I wrote down 12. (laughs) Go home, (laughs) practice, implement, share. Stay connected. Oh, perfect. Stay connected. Wow. Just because the event's over with don't mean your life. The event of your life is over with. I think what you and I just did here, and along with you, Tracy, (laughs) is to create an episode that we got to put out, you know, We've got to get this out just before Apex. Oh, yeah. We should put it out again just before Vision and all the other events that are coming up to just go out and remind everyone, hey, I'm getting ready to go. What were those 12 rules? Yeah, let's what, go over those, it again. What's those like rules it. that Carmen John came up with <laughs> off the cuff? How crazy. And we made some pretty cool stuff here. Yeah, we did. Wow. I yeah. love this. And we didn't know what we were going to talk about. Uh, Had no clue. We, 40 we, minutes ago. You know, <laughs> I got a text from Trace at 1115, be here. No topic, just be here, you know. And I'm thinking, okay, now walk in, what do you want to talk about? And you say, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. And so so we started to brainstorm, and then all of a sudden it started to fall from the sky, right? I love it. And here's what I said. Stop. Don't go any further. Turn on the recorder. <laughs> Let's get to work. It's starting to come out. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. John Firm. Oh, my God. Firm Automotive in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I've known you on Facebook. It's popped up <laughs> for, for years. But I finally met you in, in person. I've seen you at other many oh, yeah. other shows, yeah. but this is the first time we sat down. And and that's because of the magnitude of this event. Yeah, You know, you don't have 200 people hovering over you all the time. And this is when you work the hardest, you know, and I recognize that. 
And that's why I give you a high five or a wave when I go by you. I I just want you to know, I know you're here. I know what you're doing. And I don't want to take up your time because you're working right now. Yeah, I I am. I'm always working, (laughs) Trace, right? Always be on. on. Yeah, always be on. (laughs) Very good. Thank you. Always. Should I put that down here? Is this here? No, we don't have this. 13, always be on. Oh, (laughs) no. She had me up to 115 last night. Golly. Did y'all go eat a good steak <laughs> and look, somewhere? And, 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 <laughs> I look, look, and I look 20 years younger right now. Yeah, you do. Yeah, your eyes are not holding over at all. <laughs> Thanks, John, for, for being here, man. Thank you for, Carm, for inviting me. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time...